Welcome guys, welcome back to Visual Glitch, your favorite gaming podcast. I'm your host, The Watson Project, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. Before we begin, make sure to check out our sponsored Mastered Gaming for the best and cheapest gaming accessories on the market, and also Speedy Coin, a fast and legal way to earn your free gift cards that you can use for your everyday purchases. Now with the formalities out of the way, let's begin. Now, I want to I want to say thank you for uh, everyone coming in for the second episode, you know. I'm surprised myself that we are actually getting a second one recorded. Okay. So we should get a round of applause out of the way already. Um, But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I brought one of my best friends in today. uh, Young, young Chillax Jax Jackson in today. What's up? Glad to be here. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, And we're going to talk today pretty controversial uh, and you've probably already seen the title if you clicked on it. Now I want to get this just dis- disclaimer out of the way before all you little Fortnite haters come in leaving bad comments. All right. Just listen. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed Fortnite just because I don't enjoy it anymore. doesn't mean I can't see the success that Fortnite has and how big the game is. And I understand all the great things it's done for gaming um, bringing esports and streaming to the forefront of just normal media, where even people like my parents know what Fortnite is. So I, I understand how big it was for the gaming community, but today we're talking about what it did to actually hurt the community. Um, and just to like give you an overview, um, basically what I think is that it brought the mentality that playing games is no longer for the casual player. And that it's for the competitive esports player because if you play Fortnite nowadays, you would know how difficult it is to just go in and enjoy the game, especially when everyone is just building their ass off for 25 minutes at the end of the game. And like I have, the, I had the most fun. I hopped back on the game the other day. I had to get some gameplay for the background of this. All right, and I had the most fun when I wasn't worried about building and I was just. Ha- playing in gunfights um but it, i don't know and we're gonna we're gonna talk about how it's changed the mentality of how the consumer thinks uh about gaming especially in the sense that um everyone expects their dlc contents and stuff to be free now and just accessory based which is not how the gaming industry was brought up upon especially in my lifetime so you know, it will probably end up being a tangent. We'll probably get upset. We'll <laughs> see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but basically, Fortnite, I'm going to be honest. You know, like I said, I think the state that it is is in now is probably the worst the game has ever been in. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big Fortnite gamer anymore, but. Um, what I can see is people still enjoy the game that are taking it competitively. And I feel like that's the only game on the internet right now that pops off or at least that gets any views. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I, I don't even know so much if it's views anymore. Cause I mean, I mean, how many people watch, you know, I mean, I still know a lot of people watch like Ninja play Fortnite and stuff like that, but I know his views have gone down. Yeah. I think people are just, again, like just getting bored. 
I, I don't know if it's bored because again, like the whole world cup thing, like mm-hmm. tw- the internet was blown up about that. Um, but I think it's more, I think people forget how many just casual video game players there are and that yeah. there aren't people just coming home every day, like playing Fortnite and just grinding. Like we have no. plenty of friends that aren't grinding games and like, it's not even fun to grind. And yes, I can, you can comment down below that I'm trash and I know I'm trash. All right. You still got to <laughs> you got, you don't got to tell me like, I know, <laughs> like I'm not good, but like, it's just hard for a, for a player that just wants to, you know, go in, play, play with a squad and just hang out. It's hard to play and yeah. not, uh, be like totally try harding the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. Cause like, well, like I hopped on, so I remember like back in season three or season four. I mean, I know, I mean that's some OG stuff with double pumping and like the TAC SMG. And I, I I thought that's when Fortnite was more the most fun for me, just because. I mean, I felt like there's still enough casual players because I th- I barely heard of Ninja at that point. Like I didn't, I barely yeah. knew who Ninja was. I ba- didn't watch him or anything. I just knew he was really good, and so. At that point, like I was able to get solo dubs, <laughs> like yeah. at least at least I felt like I had a chance. And it's like I realized, like uh, I took a break for a couple seasons just because I got tired of the competitiveness of the game and wanted a game that I could just relax on and didn't have to, you know, try the whole time. Yeah, but like I mean, I know that hurt me a little bit, but at the same time, like I feel like. I'm still the same skill level as I was when I before I quit and now, and yeah. it's at the point it's like everybody's just grinded so hard and gotten such a, another level that it's almost impossible to catch up. So like the casual player, I mean, I know they have the arena mode, but who honestly plays the arena mode? Yeah, and it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really help bring those competitive players out. Like, how long did we play yesterday? Like two hours, and like. Yeah. We were, we were having final build battles of kids that could be in like professional clans. And it's yeah, like, you, you and I were hiding in a bush. Like, but, and that's the thing. Like, how am I supposed to get any better when I'm just getting destroyed if I even try to build? Like, just mm-hmm. absolutely destroyed. And, uh, like, I know, like, you can, there's all the people on the internet like especially the big content creators who've made their careers like Avery for example mm-hmm. um on Fortnite and like I watched him a lot back in the zombies days before Fortnite became a thing and he's always on Twitter <laughs> yelling at people in his comments um that if you want to get better at the game you just got to play it like stop complaining and it's and this is why I wanted to make this episode of this podcast about how it's hurt the gaming community in a whole, not just for, but the whole gaming community is that even games like black ops Four, the multiplayer and blackout modes are so competitive and people are playing so sweaty all the time. You can't just hop on and play a casual game. And it's like, that's not even (laughs) Fortnite anymore. Like that's moved over to a different franchise, that mentality. And I don't know, I just, like, gaming became popular, especially on the internet, 
because of Let's Plays and funny moments. And I mean, Vanoss became huge because him and his friends just messed around. Like that was yeah. just the era we grew up in was being funny and comedic and enjoying yourself and doing like stupid things on games was the fun thing. And it wasn't being like, there were obviously the competitive players back then, but they weren't the biggest people on the internet like they are now. Yeah. And Avery talks about like how, you know, you have to grind the game and every person I've watched is always like, you know, you just got to play the game more, you know, land tilted, get into gunfights and stuff like that. And at some point it's like, I know, and at that point, you're just like, uh, because at some point, you're just like, well, maybe I don't want to try as hard. I just want to hop on and have some fun. And yeah. at that point, then you're looking for another game. But when you look at another game, like you said, with like Black Ops 4, because like before, like, if you didn't want to try hard a game and then like you become too sweaty or whatever, I mean, you could, like, even for Black Ops 3 or even World War 2, uh, like you could hop on on multiplayer and like have a casual match and you could not feel like you were, you know, getting try hearted. I mean, obviously there were kids that were, you know, drop shotting and doing some insane things. Yeah. But like those were kids who were few and far between. But now I feel like I can't even hop on to, I can't just hop onto a game and have some decent success. I yeah. feel like I've had to have the game like from the beginning and just have to grind it. But, you know, people don't have all that time and it's like it's all these like little kids that you know that or don't have anything to do don't have homework don't have anything to do or it's these professional streamers that like that's all they do and it's like it's that in between like age yeah. group or even like the in between like people that like like just don't stand a chance is for me is what my problem is yeah like uh like one of our friends that we play with uh he barely hops online, but he still enjoys Fortnite to this day. And, uh, but like, we all like, Joseph, I'm sorry, I'm calling you out, but you're the, <laughs> he, like, to be honest, he is the least skilled out of our group when we mm-hmm. play, but he still enjoys the game. Like, he enjoys the game, but it even, like, hurts his experience when he gets on. And it just, he gets mowed down in five seconds. Yeah. Like, he like enjoys the base game of Fortnite and he mm-hmm. likes the game enough to keep coming back, but he won't like, he's not a, he's, he's not a streamer. He's not a little kid. He has stuff to do. And he only plays every once in a while. Yeah. And it's like, how is someone like him who actually enjoys your game supposed to have any fun when He's just getting just mowed down in five seconds. Like, yeah. I I mean, he played his first solo game last night of the whole season and he got to the top 10 and like that was the hypest he's been playing a game like <laughs> in so long. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, and you're talking about the uh, like World War Two and Black Ops Three when you get some sweaty kids doing stuff in games, uh, but I felt like there was always a way to combat those kids too because like even like on Fortnite, if you can't build, if you can't uh, successfully call out to your teammates and uh, hit headshots, like you don't have a chance in the world. And I know that the professional gamers like the skill gap. And I think I talked about this with Connor on the first episode, but skill gaps in games, I feel like the community is very backwards on what it should actually be because mm-hmm. a game like call of duty that has a very low, 
low skill gap. Yes, there are things you can master to become better at a game like Call of Duty, but the skill gap's low enough that someone who doesn't even play the game can come in, get a few few kills, and feel accomplished uh, about what they've done. That Um, compared to Fortnite, where yeah, you feel accomplished with, but the whole point of that game is to win, and when you don't win, like I haven't won in so long on that game. So there's nothing that makes like I go in the game and get kills, but I don't feel accomplished about getting kills anymore. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, I feel like the community should be worried about lowering that skill gap to make a game that everyone can enjoy. So, and it would benefit everyone, like the streamers and the people watching videos, like people would watch more videos on tutorials, more videos on tips and tricks, more funny moments because they can actually relate to what's going on. Like, I don't watch Ninja's videos anymore because I can't relate getting a 36-kill duo win. Oh, I know. It's something stupid. I'm like, okay, like, it's like I feel like I play like that or at least try to play like that, but then, like, I just can't hit my shots or, like, I mean... Yeah. Like, I get that he's good, but, like, I know he's good. All right? But I feel like... (laughs) Like he's stupid good, but like yeah. it's at the same time, it's like I feel like I can never get to that level. And you're talking about how like the skill gap was uh, so like so like uh, spaced out, I guess. Yeah, and it's like with Call of Duty. It's like even if I'm like having a bad game, I know the next game like I can, can be completely different. I can leave a lobby, you play a different game mode, and then I'm fine. And like like I'm, I might do better, but like the thing is with Call of Duty is like. The skill gap's so uh, close together that I feel like it entices the people to come back, and so that's yeah. what that's what Fortnite was in the beginning. Is was everybody sucked in the beginning. There's no doubt about it. I yeah. mean, obviously there are some people that are better than others just because they've been playing uh, battle royales most of their life. But like the skill gap was at least close enough to where. You know, they're like, oh, I could have, should have had that guy. Let's hop on to another game. I almost, I can get this win. And that's what I felt like through, like, season two. We started season two. So season two through, like, five. Yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like that's what brings your, that's what brings people into the game. And it's also, it also might be for us that the game is old for us and that we're moving on to new things, but it's at the same time, this is what game's popular, so we feel like we have to play it. Yeah. Because you think about, like, the kids that are younger, you know, like, the 13-year-olds or 12-year-olds or whatever, and, like, they're just, they're, like, they started, like, season six. And they're or, still in love with the game. Yeah, because it's all new, stuff like that, and they're, like, it's all futuristic, so it's, like, it's what they want. It's what they, it's what they know. And yeah. so... I don't know. I feel like, but like to go to go on with that with like the younger kids still playing the game because like, all right, guys, this is gonna sound cringy, but I watch TikTok all the time. All right, you can't hate it until you try it. All right, gotta gotta watch the TikToks. All right, but all the time I see like little Fortnite edits of like these little kids making Fortnite edits and stuff, and like, and it's all of them like arguing about who's OG on the game or not. Like, oh, dude, I started season four. I got Omega skin. Like, I'm an OG. <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, it was the point where uh, I think I said it a few days ago, but um, 
I was, I was, I mean, we were loving Fortnite so much. We were grinding it every single day. I think it was season three when it was John Wick. And that was the peak of the game. And no one can deny that. And like, that was the peak of the game. That's when everyone was playing it. There were still the people that were like, fuck Fortnite. Like, there was always that community, but they were very small. Like, I feel like that community has definitely grown. And, but it's to the point, like you said, it's so popular that people can't upload anything else. Like, uh, JC Backfire, talked about him multiple times, but his channel, he did Fortnite videos, not even gameplay, but him doing his Remember That Time Win. And he was just reading comments and he was getting 400, 500K views just sitting there and talking because it was about Fortnite. And like, he's not even a Fortnite channel and he'd get those views. And like, he said, screw this. I want to upload what I want. But now he's like getting under a hundred K views per video. And it's like, for someone that like, that's, that's his job. Like, yeah, he's going to school, but that's his job to make videos and stream so he can pay for everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, these people have to play what's popular. And I feel like that sucks because before, even when Fortnite was getting hella big, there were games other people were playing. Like, yeah. it wasn't cringy to play another game. Like, now it's like, uh, he's uploading a Zombies video. Everyone's like, dude, Zombies is dead. Like, fucking stop playing that. Like, that's stupid. Like, and I felt like before, like, you'd go on Twitch and it would be like, everyone would have, every game would, at the top, would basically have the equal amount of viewers. And now it's just like, all right, there's 1.2 million kids watching fucking Tifu and Cloaksy. Like, yeah, like no one's watching anything else. And it's just so hard for the gaming industry to like change or do anything else because these kids just love the game so much. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, because like going off that, it's like, like Noah J never would have thought he would have played Fortnite ever. Yeah. And he did it. I mean, because there's some people that like, like, uh, well, fucking even Ninja fucking broke. Cause like he was literally playing Fortnite just because he got so many views and so, so many donations. Oh like, yeah, he, he blew up. Like that one video where, uh, I mean, I know he was hungover or whatever, but like <laughs> it was one of his late night streams, and he's literally sitting there ten minutes, uh, just dead. <laughs> Yeah, he actually starts to stream. He's sitting there 10 minutes, literally looking like he's contemplating suicide. Like, <laughs> like no, no, no offense to him or anything, but he literally looks like he's just dead and just doesn't want to be there. And, yeah. like, I feel like... And then everybody got pissed at him because, like, he tried to go play, you know, Apex. And then he, he tried, tried to, to branch other- out. Yeah, he got bored. Yeah, because, yeah, like... Like I, I remember watching Ninja during school on, uh, on Twitch, and he'd have you know a casual sixty k during the middle of the day. Yeah, school day, and kids would be sitting there watching him. Yeah, and then I remember he's streaming another game, and he's barely got ten k. Yeah, and it's like it just shows where the people's like is is fans air quotes around that. Yeah. Like, his <laughs> fans are like what what they really want out of him, and it's like. I feel like some streamers are like conforming to like what their fans are. I mean, not all streamers. I mean, because like it happens. I get that because you get the money. I mean, Ninja, oh yeah. If I was Ninja and I was making money. that much money, 
not oh, stop yeah, playing would, the game. I, I would def- Yeah, if you were gonna pay me, if if you were to tell me I was gonna make five hundred or six hundred k a month without Dude, any even like a quarter of that, even like- a quarter of that, just to play Fortnite every single day and stream it, I would do that. I don't care if I hated it and I sucked. I would. Yeah. I would do it. I would you know do it. Money that is. Yeah, and it's like. I forget when it was, but it was either last season or the season before where I think they, what did they add to the game? They added something and everyone was pissed off or they took something out. I forget what it was. You guys will probably know what it, what I'm talking about, but for about three weeks, all the biggest guys, Ninja, Courage, Tim, the Tapman, were all playing like Sea of Thieves and Uno. Oh, I'm trying to think what that was. I know what but, you're talking about. Yeah, but for like a month, they stopped playing Fortnite and were playing just random games. Oh, and like it was, it was the most fun I've had watching those creators because I realized like actually how like like they're good creators. They are funny. They are interesting. And it's like it was because they were playing something else that it got my attention. And I it's like it was- they were pulling like half the viewership that they usually do. Yeah. But it was so funny. And I forget what they did to the game to piss everyone I it, off. I think it was uh when they added that you uh you get health and shield back if you kill somebody. Oh, they took it away, didn't they? I thought because everyone I think everyone liked that. And then I think yeah. they took it away and everyone was like, Why did you everyone was like revert? That was when the revert thing was the meme. Like revert it, boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take it back. No, but like you said, they just, I mean, they're making so much money. Like, what are they going to do? Just throw that all the way to go play Halo or something that they want to play? Of course not. Like, they're going to play what's popular. And I don't know what it is about the game because there's been free battle royales in the past. And I'm guessing it's this building aspect that got everyone hooked. And I thought building was cool. But I never thought it would progress to the point that it's where it is now, where you just forget about aiming and just build. Like, that's yeah, your you, first instinct. You build, you take a shot at somebody, and then you keep building. Yeah. And it's like, who was it? Summit. Summit 1G, I think, said it way back in, like, season four or five, that he's like, how am I, like, even he he was, like, yelling at his stream, like, how do you play this game every day? Like, I have to make my career, and I have to play this game because it's what's popular. But he's like, damn, this game's boring. Like, it gets boring. I'm going to be, it's yeah. a battle royale. Like, what substance is there really to play t- 10 hours a day like these streamers do? Like, yeah. there's not much substance there. And that's what yeah. I always thought was so crazy about the viewership. It's like Call of Duty would pull those numbers back in the day when it was the optic and phase times and they would be playing uh, playing in some tournaments and they would pull the 300, 400K viewers. But that was like for one day. Like yeah. that wasn't every single day. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's just getting crazy and it, it's to the point, like reiterate, because I've probably gone back on my words a hundred times already but it's gotten to the point that every single game you play you're either speed running or trying to become the best player possible and it's yeah. like you don't just go on a game anymore to just re- relax with the boys and that's what i want to do and i'm hoping that's what 
this uh, new Call of Duty experience. And that's besides the point. We talked about that last time. Um, but I recorded that before the whole Modern Warfare thing was released. Like it was actually confirmed. But all the games went to the point that the Battle Royale was so popular. Black Ops 4 had to do it. And I've said this multiple times. Black Ops 4 had to do it. No matter how much you loved the campaign, they had to. They, I mean, Ninja was making 500k a month. With, and that doesn't even include his donations. Like, he was making that a month. And he's probably making way more now. And it's like, they had to do it. They had to try a Battle Royale. But I honestly like Blackout. I like Blackout. I think it's too big of a map, first off. I think it needs to be more Call of Duty-like, fast-paced, crazy shit. But um, they had to try it. But I think every game now needs to stop thinking about how they can like replicate their version of Fortnite and just go back to making their games. like yeah. Actually making their classic games. And, I mean, come on. Fortnite has to die eventually. Doesn't it? Like, it has to. Like we said, we said so. a few seasons ago that it was gonna die, and it's yeah, still like, living. I thought it was gonna die after Apex came out because everybody hopped over, even Ninja hopped over and was yeah. playing. It. And then it fucking Apex just died out of nowhere, like with no rhyme or reason either. It just it was just gone. And everyone was so hyped about it too because season one just dropped. Everyone was like, yeah. "All right." And they looked at how it worked and everything, and they're like, wow, this battle pass, like, actually makes sense. Like, it's not like Call of Duty's battle pass, like this one. It's cool. Makes sense. And it just fell off. Like, they didn't add anything or get rid of anything that would have driven everyone. It just, I think it's that they didn't just try something. I think, like, again, back to the 12, 13-year-olds. Even me, like my attention span is like a, a goldfish. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Like I get bored with games and I'll move to the next one the next day. Yeah. But like, especially with the kid population, like Fortnite was adding, vaulting, giving us new information every single day. And I think that's what Apex missed on was they were doing so many constant things, trying to make their game perfect which their battle royale is about as perfect as it can be. I mean, even Fortnite stole some things that they did. Oh yeah, and and they made a pretty much perfect battle royale. But what they didn't do was just just start just start freaking experimenting, trying something. I mean, I mean, how big was it for Fortnite when the controversial jetpack came out for the first time? Oh yeah, like. Even though people are like, hell no, what is this? Get rid of it. People are on to try it. They came online to see it for themselves. Like, what other game would people be hyped for for a freaking guided missile launcher? Like, people were hyped for that. (laughs) Like, like, it wasn't the best thing. People were trying to do that trick shot or whatever. It It was useful and, yeah. But, like... Even if it's not in the game anymore, it's all it was always changing. The game's always changing. They take stuff out that people don't like them taking out, but they do it to change the gameplay, to make it interesting. Yeah. And I don't know why no other game company understands that. And maybe a game will. Like we got the yeah. we got we got the August September game rush coming soon. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But I mean, Red Dead. Like that game 
I played that campaign for a solid four days and finished it. And I loved every single minute of it. Beautiful game. And on, they talked about releasing online. I got the email about the beta and I was like, all right, I want to try it out. And I knew it was going to be pretty bare bones because it's the beta. They just want to make sure they can even like get everyone online together. But it's like, they had my interest attached then. Like, so why not give me something else to like look forward to? Like they didn't tell us anything what was going on. And like now I see they added all these like roles and stuff you can do, which is super cool. Like that's a super cool feature. But tell me back then that it's coming. Like tell me something's coming or tell me you're working on something then. And I think that's what Fortnite does great. They have their info and news page pop up every single time you log in. So you have to look at it. And it's like that already gets you looking forward to, okay, they're adding this crazy freaking shotgun. Let's wait and see. Like there's something to get back on the game. And it's like, it's simple. It's a simple thing, but Fortnite perfected it. And I don't know why, like, I don't know how they did, but like, I swear other games had done it before, but no one has done it as effectively as they have. Yeah. And, uh, and I kind of wanted to bring it, you know, bring in another controversial thing, the whole phase and Tifu thing, you know, this, this goes along with what we're talking about here, just in the whole Fortnite esports genre. And, uh, I think I, I tweeted it out and, um, I got some, I got three very lovely DMS from some Tifu fanboys. I still remember you guys. All right. <laughs> that I tweeted out. I don't have it up. So I'll just paraphrase, I think. But I basically said how how just unprofessional and how rude it was that Tifu did what he did to yeah. FaceTime. Because of, again, the whole how this esports thing's grown up. When we were kids, Face Clan was the biggest thing. Everyone wanted to be in Face Clan if you were if you played Call of Duty. That was the coolest yeah. thing. Everyone loved that. It was to the point that they were almost above the common player in the picture that if you were in FaZe Clan, like you've made it. And everyone that was in it made it. And it was a brotherhood. And it's like now there's just clans popping up everywhere and kids joining, leaving every single day to the point of Tifu, who doesn't even understand what they did for him. And I, I really feel like that is the new age of the social media, the whole dab dab low gang Jake Pauler. Well, it's like it's like everything has an influencer, right? So like you're talking about how like, you know, back in our day or whatever when call we first discovered Call of Duty, it was face clan and optic, all right? And so everybody was, you know, trying to do trick shots and everybody was just laying back and having fun. And then you think about with uh um, Fortnite, and then how everybody saw Ninja and Tifu and everybody else, and how they sweating their ass off to just play the game. Everybody tries to do that, and then you can relate that to like, oh uh, shoot, uh, to even like basketball and like sports today. I mean, you think of like back in our day, everybody yelled Kobe to shoot a shot. Everybody yeah. yelled <laughs> Kobe to shoot a shot because you know it was the fadeaway hard shot that nobody does. And yeah. then now I remember playing basketball, like playing basketball during high school. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody's trying to be this little mellow ball pointing at half court, shooting it, the Steph Curry crossover fadeaway three-point shit. 
Yeah. That it's everybody has an influence and it's always it's always influenced by these kids, bro. <laughs> but yeah. like everybody's influence, I mean, they always influence like the game. I'm like the game has changed. Like before like shoot, even like before Twitter and everything, you know, scouts, you know, you had to call a scout or not not even call a scout, but like you got heard because of like the paper or like Yeah, like, the newspaper. Imagine now it seems like everybody's got a hoop mixtape out there. <laughs> yeah. Even the kids who are just doing layups in it have a yeah, hoop for real. <laughs> they, they, do like, they do like some like hot step layup, and I'm like, okay, cool. What else you got? <laughs> yeah, and it like again with the whole uh, like just the influence and like these kids they watched someone like Tifu like come up. Um, just out of nowhere for this game. And everyone's going to be like, well, he would have blown up anyway. He's good. Probably, but not as fast and as big as he is. And I'll stand by that. Like, he was, he played H1Z1 and PUBG and all that. Why he didn't blow up? Because he didn't have a foot in the door. And yeah. that is so important. And even Ninja had a foot in the door with Luminosity, who's a very big clan. Second, like, if if you'd put them on the whole like ranked tier list you see on on YouTube, they're they are on the A tier just below Phase and Optic on Well Known, and it's like even he had a foot in the door to lift him up, and everyone needs that. And like Phase Bank saw in him that he had all the skills, he had he was good at the game, he was funny, he was interesting, and he was fun to play with. Boom! Yeah. There's your perfect streamer. Now why is he only getting? 70 views 100 views per stream because he didn't know how to run social media he didn't know how to promote his things and he didn't have an, a base audience that would always come back and yeah. that was something phase claim could provide to him and it's like again no one knew who they were before they did friday for no one knew who they were and then all of a sudden like like friday fortnight was so big i remember watching that in school like and watching uh freaking ninja and myth and J I think Logan Paul was freaking in it and like yeah, Deji and like like that was the biggest thing and like he got into that because of that phase branding. He got into that because of it. And like yeah. for him to sit there and say like you've held me captive, like you haven't let me grow grow my business and my brand, like brother, like <laughs> you're making a gross amount of money per day because of this phase clan shit. And it's like, yeah. people lose sight of like where they started from. And like, <laughs> like, I guess you could say he's a James Charles type thing, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like people like, I mean, shit, you see it happen all the time. It's like people grow big and then they forget who they, who, who got them. Who there. helped them. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I did this all on my own. It's like, yeah. It was, but I definitely I feel mean, like have, that's a new thing, though. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's like, I know you put in the work and, like, I know you did all this stuff to, like, to, you know, grow your brand and stuff like that. And it's you. They're selling you, is what's going on. Yeah. They're selling your content, your personality, and your stream. But it's at the same time, it's like, you didn't get there without people Help. knowing who you were. I mean, because it's like, I didn't know Tifu, who the hell Tifu was until I don't even know when. I just stumbled upon him. And I'm like, oh, he's a big guy. 
or he's a yeah. big streamer and it's i'll watch him and then i found out he was funny so i kept watching and yeah. it's like yeah it's like but they almost like, see it as a bad thing like yeah. uh um another youtuber i'm gonna call out for this is mini lab i love the guy i watch every single one of your videos before before some fanboy walks in here and gets mad at me i watch every single one of his videos i love his videos but he almost feels like the whole Vanoss catapulting his career was a bad thing. Like, yeah. like I did this myself. Like, don't don't look at what Vanoss did. I'm not Vanoss's little like little bitch, basically, or what yeah. comments he gets. But it's like <laughs> he it's all he should appreciate that someone brought him along. Like, oh, yeah. like Tifu should appreciate the point that FaZe Banks stumbled upon his live streams and felt that he was good enough to represent the FaZe Clan brand. Not yeah. that, not that Tifu needed him, that Tifu was good enough to represent yeah. the company who makes billion of dollars a year and yeah. represent them and be the face of their stream team. Like I, I and again, like <laughs> I think I said the whole dab, dab, low gang Pauler crap. Like it's the whole esports thing. Like all the kids that are on Tfue's side are the young kids who are like, he should be able to grow as big as he wants. And all the people protecting FaZe Clan are the old homies who have been there since MW2. And it's just yeah. funny how this rift has occurred. And but it's like the kids are spending more money, and that's why they'll have more influence. It's because they're taking their mom's credit card and buying V bucks, <laughs> and that is why. Like, yeah. there's no other reason why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a straight meme, but it's a hundred percent true. Like, yeah, there's no doubt. they're spending more money. Like, yes, did I spend a stupid amount of money on skins when I was playing the game? Of course. But I moved away and I haven't spent money on games like <laughs> like I bought a video game, but I'm not I haven't spent like in-game currency since then. Yeah. And it's like. Ah, dude, and again, with the influence, like these big influencers influence these kids to buy these things, obviously, because they see the whole support a creator code, which was a absolutely beautiful system made by Epic. Like that was genius. Whoever came up with that. Because that just tripled their sales just because every kid wanted to make their streamer proud. And like, and like, I know a lot of people won't get it, but like when I donate to streamers, it makes me feel so good because they are so happy. Like they're so like, wow, dude, like you went out of your way to give me 10 bucks of your own money. Like, like it's so cool and i understand like where like all the like support and the like all these kids feeling proud of using the support of the creator codes comes in because like i mean that's why mr beast does what he does and it's so cool like i'll obviously never be able to get to that point to be able to give away literally 100k to someone but like it gives you the same feeling even small amounts and like it like I don't know. It's different. We grew up in a different era, even though I'm not that old. Okay. I understand I'm 18, but we grew up in a different era of gaming. Maybe it was because we were the last, last of the Mohegans, basically. The last of the Mohegans. <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, because like we were still in the time where gaming from an outside community was like, that's a stupid hobby. Like, yep. You don't want to play that too much. Like, 
my parents would come down. They're like, okay, you've played it for an hour and a half. Get off, go outside. Like an hour and a half. Imagine if I could only play for an hour. Like, yikes. Yeah, exactly. Like kids are coming home after school, picking up a soda from their fridge and just sitting there until they go to bed. Like exactly. my parents would never let me do that in a million years, but it's still, it's still the influence part where their parents see the stuff on social media. They read the news or watch the news and they see all of a sudden, oh, ninjas in the news. Oh, wait, Tifu's in the news. Oh, wait, even he's not a gamer, but James Charles was in the news. Like all of a sudden, like a technology influencer is getting mainstream attention and it's like, wait, you can actually make six figures a month doing this. Yes, I and then it doesn't. Then it doesn't seem as crazy. Yeah, like my mom. I remember asking me over the summer. It's like, explain the whole YouTube thing to me and how you can make money off that. And I was like, oh my god, I'm just not gonna. It's like I tried to explain it to her, and yeah. she just had no idea. She just, I blew her mind. And yeah. it's like every kid now thinks they can become a streamer, and they're yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Every. I mean, even me. I have that sliver. Of, there's that sliver of hope every kid has because they see someone, again, like Tifu, who was just being himself, streaming the games he liked, and he slowly grew an audience. Slowly, over years, grew to a hundred viewers. Like that took him so long to get to that point. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden he had his break, and everyone's trying to work to that moment. And again, like all these kids that are like, that I grew up like uh, idling, like phase apex and phase rain started from absolutely nothing, just playing call of duty. And like, everyone has that dream of doing it. And the funniest thing I always get, uh, especially from my older family, especially this weekend because of graduation. So I had to sit there and explain stuff I've posted on Instagram to them. (laughs) And they're like, why would someone come and sit and watch you play video games? Yeah. And, like that is the common question anyone gets that does it. And it's this, I like Ninja's explanation was the best one that I've heard. And it was, why does anyone go and watch a sports game? Yeah. Why, don't you, my, just, why don't you, why don't you just play the game yourself? It's the same yeah, exactly. thing. Like you want to watch someone else experience it, watch someone else play it. And now you want to watch a professional do it. And that's what yeah. it is now. You want to watch someone professional. You watch the NFL because they're professional players and they're freaking good. And that's why yeah. you watch Ninja because he's freaking good and he's a professional and you want to learn from that. Yeah. And it's like with the making money thing too, it's like, how do you think a TV channel makes money? You're not buying anything from them. You're watching their advertisements. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like, oh, all Ninja has to do is open his Red Bull in the first five minutes. There you go. He gets a check. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's just crazy how far it has come to the point where there are universities offering gaming design and esports degrees. Yeah, like yeah. that's crazy. Like yeah, never in a million is, year, years would we thought good. we could represent our high school in esports. Like yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It absolutely is crazy, and it's like. Again, like I said, all the way back at the beginning of the, like, I understand, and we've talked about through this whole thing, all the good things Fortnite has done for gaming. It has brought, it has brought gaming and esports to a forefront to the point where, like, my grandma knows what esports, like, 
like who she would have never known what night was until now. Um, And I understand that's so good for the community, but at the same time, it's getting to the point it's getting to this, getting to its peak. I I don't mean that as a game standpoint, but uh, the standpoint of the mentality that playing games is for competition and money and prizes instead of just gaming to the point of connecting to a story and characters as it used to be. And I think that's the most important thing to take away from all of this is if you don't enjoy playing Fortnite or if you don't enjoy playing the popular game, no matter what it is, like you shouldn't be bound to play that. And it sucks that create creators, um, like especially small ones like me that have to find the popular games to get any new viewership because any small creator has their people that watch their videos. And like, I know who they are, but you're always trying to find that next niche and that next hole in, in the community where people will watch your stuff. And when it's Fortnite and I don't enjoy making Fortnite, um, it shows and it, it sucks that that's the stage the internet's at now. Um, cause I don't think Fortnite's a bad game. I just think the precedent of what it's set is bad for the community of just gamers in general. Even if you play freaking Yu-Gi-Oh, I don't care. Like it's hurt. And, um, yeah. we have a lot of new games coming out. I mean, and that's the craziest thing. AAA titles used to supreme uh in gamers eyes and now it's like epic games like where the hell did they come from and freaking titanfall creators making apex and all these little tiny studios making popular games which is completely different it used to always be all right you got call of duty you got halo you got battlefield and you got the sports games with ea and there's your popular games yeah because halo is not even popular anymore i feel like yeah, it's not. It's like Call of Duty, where there's still a hardcore group that plays it, but it's just the casual yeah, like, kid doesn't play it anymore. Call of Duty is on its way out, unfortunately. And yeah. like Battlefield is also on its way out, or has been on its way out. And it's like, it's this new wave of stuff, but I feel like Fortnite is just trumping over every, anything that could like at least make a run for it. Because like Red Dead 2 is a great game, but I feel like people have already forgotten about it. Yeah, it's already forgotten because it's a story game. And yeah. that's that's why that's why uh, freaking eight thoughts. I I read all those comments you guys gave me again. Like fuck all you guys. <laughs> all right? You guys are all wrong on that video. I'm going to make another video about that soon. But when you said why do people play a horde mode like zombies? Like you just run around and shoot guns. It's because of that connection to the maps, to the characters, to the storyline that got people playing. And that's why Black Ops 3 was so much fun. It was so much fun to play, but I had way much more fun watching the content that was created from it because of the story. And Red Dead had a great story. I connected to those characters and I like I felt for each by the end. Like it was a good ending. Like by now, if you haven't played the game, if freaking Arthur dies, okay, but you feel a connection to those characters by the end of that. Yeah. And it's like that is something in gaming that Marvel has done so so well to make everyone connected. Like 
when Iron Man came out, who the hell thought everyone would cry when he died? Who would have yeah. thought that? No one. Like, who would have thought we would cry when Captain America freaking dances with Peggy? No one would have thought that. Like, yeah. and that's that connection that I think everyone forgets that gaming could bring. And that, I mean, Red Dead could do it. I think it's a little too late for them now because everyone's moved on. But uh, games in the future need to look at the perspective of making a great story that we can connect to and then making it replayable. And if yeah. that and GTA did a great job of that. GTA is not as popular anymore, but it lasted for a long time. It was it was a long running game because yeah. after you were done with that beautiful story and you finished, you could yeah. go into the multiplayer and still connect with those characters while playing with your friends. And yeah. uh, if GTA Six happens for the next console, you know that could be effing crazy. But yeah. We don't know. And uh, and games like Rage 2 just came out. And a year ago, I wrote down a whole... I, I watched all the E3 live streams and I wrote down games from each conference that connected to me and I thought that would be good. And Rage 2 was one of them. Came out just a while ago, but completely overshadowed. No one even talked about it. And like IGN gave it a 9 out of a 10. And like people are enjoying that game, but it will be completely forgotten in a few months because it's not replayable. And I don't know why a battle royale like Fortnite is and I'll have to like actually ask players that grind Fortnite, like what keeps you coming? Is it really just because you want to get better? Because I want to get better too, but I don't feel that grind to play it, to get better. And it's like, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I mean, we can kind of wrap it up here, but I think we've set our piece, but I mean, Fortnite brought a lot of good things to the gaming community, but at the moment now, it's hurt gaming more than any other game that I can remember to the point where no one enjoys watching any other games on the internet. No one enjoys playing any other games because their friends aren't playing those games or their friends are just playing complete randomness or not playing at all. And we need we need that game to come we need a game to come back or just a good group of games where you can jump from game to game every day. And there's a solid uh, base there. Um, Rainbow is a very good game and it's just, it's not as popular because it's so tactical and like Call of Duty tried to go in that direction, but people, people, I mean, Call of Duty's the game that has to do it and they can do it if they do it correctly. Yeah. Because they are the perfect casual game. And if they do it right, uh, then I think it will bring a lot of people back. And it will really spread out what people are playing. And you'll actually enjoy playing multiple games and maybe get to the point where you go back to Fortnite and actually enjoy it. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Screw Fortnite. <laughs> that, that's the message. Fuck Fortnite. Screw Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to the Visual Glitch Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to subscribe if you're listening on Apple. Hit the follow button if you're listening on Spotify to show your support. And subscribe to my YouTube channel, obviously, if you're listening there. Um, and again, I want to thank our sponsors for allowing this podcast to be possible. And I will be sure to see you again on next week's show. So we're actually coming back again. I know, surprise, two episodes in a row. Can we make it three? The world may never know. But anyway, uh, I'll see you guys later. And peace.